Welcome to A Better Way podcast, dedicated to mompreneurs who want to do good and feel good at work, at home, and in life. We're your hosts, Courtney and Danielle, and we get the challenges you're facing because we're living them too. We'll share tangible tips we've learned along the way to help make your life a little easier and we hope a lot more fun. We'll also chat with other moms who are making it happen so we can learn from one another because together we can find a better way. Welcome back to another episode of A Better Way podcast. Today, Danielle and I are joined by Jennifer Emery. Um, She is the founder of the Dance Club at Home and also the Wellness Partners. So for anyone who may not be familiar with the Dance Club at Home, it is a super cool concept. I first met Jennifer back in September and she runs a online fitness um, platform focused on leveraging dance and movement and music to get fit at home. And then the wellness partners is actually a, um, corporate based wellness service, knowing that in light of the last year, um, there's been a lot of challenges in terms of bringing wellness to employees and she's got that covered as well. So in addition to being a super amazing entrepreneur and business owner, she's also a mom to two girls. Um, and she is based in the UK. And I should also mention that you're a puppy mom as well, because I know that you have puppy Marlo at home. So, um, without further ado, I want to hand it over to our guest, Jennifer, to introduce herself, um, this morning and just chat a little bit about, um, her journey. So Jen, can you share a little bit more about your, your background and what you're up to these days? Yeah, so uh, so I'm Jennifer Emery. It's so uh, first off, can I just say it's so lovely to be on your podcast today. Um, I'm excited for you to sort of probe deep into um, sort of what what and anything I've got that I can share with your listeners uh, that can help them grow their businesses. Then yes, please dig away. But no, I'm Jennifer Emery. Um, I am a fitness professional. I've been in the fitness industry now coming up to 11, 11 years. And um, prior to that, I was a singer for 20, over 20 years, traveling around the UK and places um, abroad, singing predominantly covers, but always being brought up in music because my um, my parents were singers. My dad was in a country and Western band. Um, so it's sort of always been in and around music. And I suppose the bringing my music background together with my fitness background of 11 years is where sort of the dance club as home has formed. And probably say in the last um, 11 years, I've taught in excess of probably 130,000 um, ladies and gents dance fitness, um, which is incredible when you think about sort of that sort of number. Um, but being able to, to help people move more and enjoy exercise, I think that's one of the main things is that there's so many of so many women and men out there who are either afraid of exercise or they don't find it enjoyable so they don't uh, they're never consistent so my aim is to show you how to make exercise fun so that it becomes a a a happy part of your life and it's built in um consistently week in week out yeah 
And I have to say, um, I can say firsthand because I've worked with Jennifer over the last um, many months and those that are part of her class love it. It is something that they look forward to every week. I mean, who wouldn't love a uh, uh, Michael Jackson versus Prince mashup or Beyonce themed classes? Um, I think we can all get behind that. But before we jump into, you know, what you've been up to in the past year and, you know, the two businesses you've built, I want to kind of back up a little bit and talk about the story that brought you to today. And the reason being is for listeners, Jennifer is one of the most energetic and inspirational people that I know, but having worked with her and having chatted with her, she has had to overcome a lot of challenges in her life, starting with, um, a life-threatening illness when she was young and then the loss of her brother. And so Jennifer, whatever you feel comfortable sharing, um, I will leave it up to you, but just want to talk a little bit about, you know, how it always, you haven't, how you kind of come to this place of being able to invest in yourself and invest in your health and your happiness and your wellness, because I know you've had to overcome a lot to get there. So can you share a little bit about your journey there? Yes. So uh, I've had a lot of hurdles that I've had to overcome. And I suppose if we go further back, um, and this is again, an overview, um, house fire, um, we lost our house and through a house fire a few weeks before Christmas, um the the lights were touching the sofa and the sofa went to the flames we we came back from an evening out watching the film labyrinth and our house had burned down um horrendous and then a few years later i contracted guillaume barry syndrome and i was basically paralyzed from head to toe i was in intensive care for um over a month it took well over a year to recover i probably say about 70 percent 80 percent and then several years after to get back to what classes how I was prior to um, contracting the, the, the Guillain-Barre syndrome. Um, I was then bullied through school, um, suffered two difficult pregnancies. I was made redundant whilst on maternity leave with my second daughter um, in 2013. As you mentioned, I lost my brother. He took his own life through, he had poor mental health. His mental health deteriorated and he took his own life. And then sort of most recently last year, and I think a lot of us with COVID, um, I nearly lost my fitness business. Um, so <laughs> there have been a lot of hurdles over the years, and I think um, I could have gone one of two ways where I could have given up, or I've actually gone to the, you know, I'm, I'm fighting my way through all of these hurdles, and I'm not going to let anything take me down. And I think now, you know, I've two children, I've got a husband and two children. They, that's a real big driver force for me to make sure that I keep on top of my um, health mentally and physically um, so that I'm a good mom as well as business owner. Yeah, I think that's so important. So you talk a lot about like the power of the why. And I think just from knowing you and our conversations, part of that why is your family, but then part of that why is also other women and the fact that you've been able to kind of transform your life. And so you know, what inspires you in terms of what you do every day? Because I know you, at the end of the day, you want people to just be able to live a healthy, happy, fulfilled life and feel comfortable in their skin. So can you talk a little bit about what it is that aside from your family's driving you to continue to show up every day for your clients and your, your community? I mean, I've been impacted both sort of physically and mentally over the, over the years i've i've had first hand experience of 
So it's how poor mental health um, can impact um, your life. And I see it all the time. I see it with my clients. I see the struggles that they're facing. Um, but, and also struggles that I've gone through myself. And I've come out the other side. And I know how to handle it. How to handle when I have a hurdle, something bad that happens. How to deal with it mentally. How to look after myself and physically so that I can get through it. Um, and I think as mums, what we tend to do is think that we're fine. We won't necessarily ask for help because we feel like if we don't ask for help, if we ask for help, then we're, we're not doing a good job. And actually um, knowing your limitations, knowing that actually you don't know everything. And when you, when you have the tools and you can implement those tools, the difference it can have on your life and how it can impact it. Now, I see, you know, I, I teach dance fitness. Now, for me, dance fitness is not just about your physical health, it's your mental health too. I know for me, daily exercise keeps me mentally strong, mentally fit. So when you're having a bad day, so regardless of um, whether the kids have been driving you mad or you're trying to grow a business and you're having a really stressful time, you don't know what's going to happen from one day to the next. We have ups and downs all the time. One day you've got a brand new client in, everything's going really well, and the next day something happens and it's almost like a roller coaster of emotions. And it's knowing how to sort of ride that and how to get through it and um, tips and techniques to um, make sure that, um, yes, we all have times where we may be um, down or we're struggling a bit, but it doesn't last very long and we know how to get back out of it and we can move forward. Um, so for me, it's very important with um, exercise and with um, looking after your nutrition and your health mentally and physically for mums especially because you know if your health's not there you're not going to be able to help your children you're not going to be able to grow that business you're not going to be able to take your business um, work to the levels that you want it to be because you won't have the energy you'll have brain fog you'll be struggling just to get, lift your head off the pillow um, if you don't take time to make your health the priority and the number one and mm -hmm. I work with a lot of mums and I see that see it all the time that they are not the priority. They don't make themselves a priority because you're so used to saying, oh, it's everyone else. I need to look after you first. Well, actually, you need to look after you because then you can give so much more to everyone around you. And it's it's educating women around that. Um, that it's, sometimes you have to be a little bit selfish because if you're not, you, you you're not going to be able to do the things you want to do, achieve the things you want to achieve. And um, if I can help you know, one woman and show her um, how to improve her life and simple things of looking after your health will make a massive impact on you, how you spend time with your family and how you spend it growing your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think, that. and oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Danielle. Um, I love that. And it resonates so much, of course, because I'm a mom and I, often put everyone else before myself. Um, and I, I'd love for you to dig in a little bit deeper, right? Like it's nice for us to all say like, let's teach women to think about themselves first, but how, you know, how do you feel like you get that message across in your programming? Um, because I just think, a lot of times we see that we see that message, but we don't tell moms how or when and how to have the conversations with your partner 
about mm-hmm. taking the reins so that you can have some selfish time. And, and mm-hmm. we just don't do it. Like we're, we're very control. I know for myself, like as a mom, I'm kind of controlling. Um, I'm sure my husband would agree. And like, Danielle's I want to very m- controlling. I am too. <laughs> I can say that because I am too. And I know Danielle, but she's very controlling. <laughs> you know, like you want to do things your way yep. and you worry when you leave the kids with someone mm-hmm. else that like, that, that it's not going to be done your way and something is going to happen. I don't know. Like there's just a lot of stuff around finding time for yourself that I think prevents us from doing it. I think the first thing is you actually need to be become more self-aware because most women aren't don't actually realize that they're not putting themselves first. It could be, you know, so a simple sort of self-awareness on a scale of one to ten, for example, um, do you take time to exercise um, daily? Do you take twenty minutes out of your day daily? Do you um, do you ever, do you regularly have an hour away from anyone and everyone to go for a walk to have a bath? Do you and it's almost like a self awareness test. When you work your way through it, you go actually, I do not put any time aside for me. I don't put any time aside, and I'm I'm doing everything for everyone else. And I think once you become self aware, it's then saying okay, how can I change this? How can I um, bring that into my working week. So I'm a mom, I'm trying to build a business, um, I've got family commitments, maybe you've got elderly relatives that you're looking after, you may have so many different things that you're a taxi driver, you're jack of all trades as a mom, um, but how can you make sure that you put that time aside? And we all we all know, and you will hear other people talking about, right, get a planner out, write in what you do for the week. A lot of times, mm-hmm. moms are very good at doing that. They'll have I don't know whether you have, we have planners that you can get. <laughs> we put your sticky labels on for it's uniform day, non-uniform day. It's um, have to take things in for the children for school and you fill it all in. There's never anything that goes in for you to spend time on you. So when you are starting your week on a Sunday, Sunday is usually a very good day for everyone. Sunday, when you're planning your week ahead, how many of you actually plan in saying, well, okay, on Monday morning, I'm going to get up at six o'clock and I'm going to do a 20 minute workout before the children get up out of bed. Or if you're not really a morning person, um, and where am I going to fit some exercise in during the day and plan it in like it is a meeting that you can't change and that you, but you plan it ahead and you do the full week and you do that every single week because then you're planning it in. Whereas if you just say, no, I'll fit in at some point, you will never get it done. And we all know, you know, the planning makes massive. Yeah. And I think Jen, in your program, you do a great job. Um, something that's unique about the dance club at home, I think is I used to have this before becoming a mom. I had this concept of like a workout was like an hour, right? You go to the gym for an hour, you go run, and then you do eights for an hour and your workouts are like 30, 35 minutes. And then you do meal planning too. And I know something else that you practice. And then you also kind of like preach to other people is, I think you take, don't you take at least 15 minutes every day to read a book? Because we chatted about that. I've learned two things about not, I don't know about being more selfish, but I've become more self-aware from working with Jen. And I love this is I try to read at least 15 minutes every day on a book that's not related to anything that's like a to-do that's more like professional development or sorry, personal development or thought development. Um, And then something I've noticed that you're really good at 
Jen and I will have conversations and say, we've had a hard week with a project or something. She'll say, you know what, I'm going to take tomorrow to regroup and we'll, we'll connect in a day or two. And I think that's so important because as moms, especially we think if we just push through, if we just push through, if we just push through, and sometimes that's really counterproductive. And I've noticed you give yourself that permission and that's given me permission. I'm like, oh, the world doesn't fall apart if I step away for a half a day or a day. And I think that the fact that you are showing all your members how to do that and giving yourself that permission, it's like, oh, if she can do it, I can do it too. And sometimes we have to just be more open and transparent and share with other women how we're doing it. Because I find that half the time I know what I should do, but I don't let myself do it because I still feel selfish or I think I'll get to it tomorrow. It's a simple technique. So the simple technique that I use, especially if you're finding that more negative thoughts are coming into your head, reading first thing in the morning. Um, so generally I will, I'll do 15, 15 minutes. And if I've been having a tough week, I'll probably up that to 20, 25 minutes. And that is before the children get up. Because I know as soon as they're up, they're going to be asking me for everything and I won't get a chance to read it. So I make that if I know, okay, I'm starting to, to struggle a bit this week. I'm, I'm, I'm start to bring in, oh, things aren't going to work. If not, this isn't going to, and your mind starts taking over, is knowing, right, okay, I need to regroup. What book? Now, I may be working on three or four different personal development books at any one go. One may be about confidence if I'm having a bit of a lull over confidence. If something's happened, I think, oh, am I good enough? I'll, get, I'll resort back to a book on around confidence and read 15, 20 minutes on it. it another book may be on building my online business. That's still, you know, personal development. Depending on what frame of mind I'm in, will depend on the book that I read. So sometimes I don't, I don't always read one book from start to finish. I will go between a few. Um, but also, you mentioned back about in terms of fitting in an hour's worth of exercise a day. You don't. Obviously, with guidance, we look at even things like sort of movement and steps. So the number of steps, as you're probably aware, is you want to be looking at maybe 10,000 steps a day. Now, a great way that we do this as well within the dance of the home is that we've created little mini, um, not even mini workouts, but mini movement times. So get yourself moving sessions of three minutes, four minutes long, where you can slot them in, whether it's on the hour or every half hour to do three minutes, get move away from your desk, get move about, and you'd be surprised at how quickly you build those 10,000 steps up over the day. So if you struggle to actually just make time to set aside half an hour or an hour, we've, we've all got two or three minutes to put aside to move. So it's becoming more conscious and aware of how much movement we're actually doing during a day. Um, and that's where, again, the dance of the home comes in, that regardless of what your lifestyle is like, there's always something for you and you can always build that in um, to whatever routine you have. Because if you don't have two or three minutes, then we actually need to look at look at your lifestyle and you're probably going to start needing to delegate some bits out because you're taking on too much. Mm -hmm. um, so there's something sort of I'd always recommend is, again, getting moving, um, having a plan as well. If you just don't know where to start, this is where the tools come in. Where you don't have to think about it, you only have to. You can follow it. Then you, all you need to do is is follow. Um, but as a mum and a mum in business, um, and I, I chat with lots of mums in business all the time. One of the struggles, one of the major struggles, is um, feeling of self worth and struggling with energy levels, not feeling like they have enough time to do everything. And what happens is when you're not looking after your health. 
everything takes longer to do. So that piece of work that should really take you 20 minutes to do takes you two hours to do. Mm-hmm. Now, that's likely because you haven't been looking after your health and you've got brain fog and maybe not looking after nutrition. So put that as a priority, so that and the tasks that you were looking to do, you will get through much quicker, you'll achieve so much more and actually be a lot more productive in a shorter space of time, giving you more time back to spend doing other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's so, that's so, so important to realize that you can just keep running and running and running, but actually you're not being very effective or efficient in what you do. And that's where I will take time. So if I get to the point where I think, I just can't, I can't think what I'm going to do next because my mind is just, it's, it's, it's mashed, it's had enough, it's been a really crazy week. There's no point in me trying to push through. I go, right, okay, I'm down tools, I'm going out for a walk or I'm going to go, go for a drive in the car, take some time out and I will come back tomorrow and have a look at it. And you'll find then that um, you'll get more ideas, you'll, you'll, ha- you'll know what to do the next day rather than just sitting there staring at the screen, not being very productive. Um, so yes, I offer. Uh, I I probably do that a couple of times a month because it, it you can be working um, as mums and mums in business. You can just keep working and working, and um, I I I can I know exactly when that's coming and when to take the time out. And I think if you're just starting a business, sometimes that's very difficult to see. Yeah, your your mind is always on it. It's like another baby or another child. <laughs> yeah, and I love all of this. There's so many good sound bites in there. I, I feel like you nailed the answer to my question. And, um, and a couple things I wanted to mention for, for both you guys and our listeners. Um, if you love reading, I'm reading uh, Limitless right now by James, Jim Quick, I want to say. It's like K-W-I-K. And he talks, it, it's all about training your brain so that you can be more productive, do things more easily in your life. And he talks about, you mentioned brain fog a couple times and he mentions brain fog and how we don't take care of our brains. Like no one ever talks about the fact that our brains actually need us to take care of them. And that's by eating well. He talks about exercising every day and movement. Um, so you would, you would absolutely love his book because it's exactly what you're preaching. And I'm sure you'll learn some tidbits too. Um, and, and our listeners should absolutely read it. It's such a great book if you're um, looking for personal development and uh, a mom starting a business uh, because it's going to really give you the foundation about how to think about everything and how to take care of yourself and your brain as you do this. Because you're absolutely right, Jen. As moms, I I think especially, we just work and work and work and work and work and we just keep going, we keep going. We just think that we have to do everything and we never take that time to pause, take care of ourselves, make sure that our mind is where it needs to be um, and and all of that. And uh, I think that that is is so, so important as moms. Um, And the other thing I was gonna suggest for our listeners is that works really well for me as I love how you talk about like the, like, let's do three minutes here, four minutes here. Right. Because everyone has that time. And, um, one thing I've done with my mom, I have a pretty good group of mom friends, which I highly recommend every mom has, um, because this is the group that you text that has no judgment and that you just, um, 
you know, can, can really turn to, to complain and vent. And one of the things we do a couple times a year, I would say like when we're all feeling a little sluggish is we'll do a fitness challenge. We call it a challenge, but it's not really a challenge. Like it's just out of the month, we, you have to spend 20 days moving for 20 minutes. So a 20 minute walk counts. Um, you know, some people are postpartum and have just had a baby. So like anything counts. Um, and we all pay $10 and everyone who completes the 20 days for 20 minutes, um, we put the money all together and do a raffle and one of the mom wins, you know, $150 or whatever it is. And they get to go buy, you know, a new workout outfit or whatever they want. Um, but I think more moms need to band together and like get that support because when we're on an Island as a mom, it's not a good place to be. Yeah, that's so true. I think also, who you have close to you, so your partner, that makes a massive difference. And mm. being able to speak to your partner to say, well, actually, I'm looking after the children, I'm building a business, I've got so many different things going that I need some extra help or I need to support and to have them on the same wavelength with you because gen a lot of the time, unless you tell them, they don't know. They don't know. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm really lucky. I've got a a wonderful husband who he supports everything that I do he's there when there's tears he's there to um cheer me on um but sometimes you don't have that support and it's how you um you have if you don't have that support directly that you do have friends other mums something that, who are also in the same position as you if they run for example if it's running a business you're a mum and running a business there'll be different things that you can talk about than if um, it's another mum from the school who doesn't run a business as well, and you need to sort of vent over a variety of things that are connected. Um, it's essentially having different groups as well that you can go to for um, different areas to vent or different ways to vent, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so I mean, I'm, I've been very, very lucky to have um, my husband support me along the way, and especially for a lot of us in the last 12 months, it's been very, very difficult. Um, managing and maneuvering through the COVID um, pandemic, um, but hopefully there is sort of light at the end of the tunnel now for for everyone, and we'll come out of it stronger um, than before. Yeah, for everybody listening, Jen taught her first in-person class um, earlier this week in over a year, but this is actually the perfect segue because I wanted to talk a little bit about how you've had to be really nimble. And last year when the pandemic hit you know, your business as you knew it stopped in a day. And so you were very creative and you pivoted um, by creating the dance club at home. But one of the things that I think is so cool about what you offer is you are creating that sense of community and you are creating that sense of accountability and support that women lost. Some women didn't have before the pandemic, but then when the pandemic hit, they couldn't go and meet a friend at a workout class. They couldn't get that outside support other than a Zoom call or text. And so can you just talk a little bit about, you know, what you've built over the last year and how you had to pivot, but it's really been a great opportunity and kind of a new endeavor for you um, in light of the pandemic? Yeah. So in 23rd of March was when classes pretty much stopped overnight. So my business income 
went to zero pretty much overnight. As you can imagine, the, the stress around there from running the business for such a long time. So it was, it was very much um, a moment of having to pivot, moving online. And saying I'd already thought about, I'd already been looking into doing online. It basically just brought it forward much quicker and I knew I had to um, get things online. And also as a way to keep keep women moving, women moving again, because what we found, um, I'm talking from, from the UK perspective, so Sports England, um, they did a review to say that when lockdown hit, um, men and women, they um, reduced their level of exercise. It, it significantly dropped. But it's been, as lockdown has lifted, it's been harder for women, or there's been, the, the women haven't got back to, to exercise as quickly. So it's making sure, and I think that's probably down to the fact of group fitness, because a lot more women like the group fitness environment. Um, so it was really important for me to ensure that I can, could keep that going online and be able to ensure that ladies can exercise. So regardless of what time they can exercise, that they have that ability to. So creating on-demand fun workouts that they can do any time of day, but also the ability to jump on live. So do live sessions with me and then also have that support if they're wanting a program, whether that be a short five-day program just so they can feel a bit comfier in their clothes um, or whether they're wanting a 30-day plan to really sort of start changing the way they look at exercise and food to um, reach their health and fitness goals. Um, so pivoting online and then that's developed as well over the last 12 months to creating my own brand. Um, so previously it was it would be um, using other other dance brands to run my classes, whereas now I've created my own, which is dance-based themed classes, but incorporating um, a hit element. And I'd say for most people, if you said, would you say hit was fun? They would say no. <laughs> it was fun. It would say it was a necessary people. Um, but I've actually been able to create um, fun workouts incorporating hit, um, weaving them in throughout the class and the, the dance to make a sort of all over effective all over body workout as well. So it's almost like you're slipping that in without you realizing it, and it's speeding up your metabolism so that you reach your results and it helps you sort of get the results that you want to get. So with COVID hitting, this is basically over the last 12 months, been able to develop this. Um, so looking back, it wasn't all bad. <laughs> it wasn't all bad, I've created so much, I've learned so much, I've, I've fallen down so many times, I've got back up, wiped, wiped, wiped the dirt off, got back up, kept going, and um, really proud of what created in the last 12 months and I'm really excited to see what the next sort of 12 months and beyond will look like too as we maneuver through the going back people going back to work and having this hybrid model of online face-to-face -face, um, type classes and workouts so that's going to be interesting to see how that develops as well yeah and I think um I want to leave room in case Danielle has any questions, but one thing I want to dig into too is for our listeners. Um, I know we have listeners 
all over, but for those that are used to the U S fitness market, what I've learned from working with Jen is it is very different over there in terms of the prices that instructors charge for classes. It got to the point that throughout the pandemic, people were offering classes for free. And, um, so, you know, how do you run a business when, when that's happening, when here we're used to paying at least $20 for a single fitness class, um, oftentimes more. I mean, the first time I went to a soul cycle, I was like, whoa, taken aback. Um, but one of the things that I think is an amazing trait that you have and is something that other women building a business can learn from is believing in what you have to offer and believing in your concept. So Jen has built a team behind her, myself included, um, some other teammates that believe in what she's doing and what she offers and how she serves people. Um, and it really is differentiated from other, you know, products or services that I've seen out there and working with Jen. And so I'd love to just chat a little bit about, you know, when you go through those rough patches, how do you stay motivated in believing in the proof of concept or believing in the value that you're delivering when, the competitive landscape around you is offering that for free or offering that in a way that it can at face value for a person, make it difficult for them to choose one way or another. It, it's, it's very hard to compete with free. <laughs> free. Well, free doesn't all, you're not necessarily going to get everything that you need from a free class um generally when people put free things out there it's because they're they're trying to bring you in to then promote something else to you but yeah and the markets are completely different in the us to the uk um whether you're aware obviously we're probably one of the only countries we have the nhs so we don't necessarily we don't pay for our healthcare. so if you have to go into hospital you, we don't get smacked with a £10,000, $10,000, $20,000 bill for going to the hospital. We can just walk in, be seen with no, which is incredible. Which is so, so pleased that we've got that. So we don't never have to worry if, we're, if anyone or any of our families are ill. On the downside, it also it, it sets a, a mindset of saying, well, we don't necessarily need to look after our health because if there's anything wrong, we can just pop some pills and that will make us better. So the value of health, is the promotion and the education around that to say what well, your health is so, so important regardless of whether, you know, if you don't pay for it now, you're going to pay for it later on down the line. Um, but it's also about getting out there. The, I, my, 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 my aim is to ensure that everyone that comes in and that works with me, they see results. Now those results may be in a lift, lifted mood. It may be that they've had a really bad day and they've been in tears all day and now they've done, they've done a workout and they've been chatting with the groups and the ladies in the community and they've come away feeling so much happier and, and, and life is better. It may be they're looking to lose weight and they've incorporated the exercise as part of their weight loss and their nutrition to reach their goals. If it's something along the lines that they want to and get stronger and fitter so that they can lift lift their um, grandchildren up or their children up properly because they've, they struggle with um, strength, whatever the the result that they want and that I help them with it. But also that to know that I'm a mum too. I've gone through the challenges that they've gone through and I've come out the other side. I know how to make it easier for you to achieve 
your, your results. I don't want you running around in circles. I don't want you, if you go on like to YouTube and Google, you can be going from one video to the next, just trying to search out some of the help. If you came to me, I can help you. I can help you. I can go to show you how to incorporate exercise into your day to make it fun. Um, and knowing that, you know, there is someone, a real person there, the other end. It's not a robot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is a is a big factor as well. Um, and there's so many women are afraid to in the fitness industry. There's very much a an ideal when you're looking at them: the six packs, shredded bodies, hot pants, little sports bras. And for a lot of women, me included, I find that quite intimidating. Um, if I was 18 years old and 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 I was in a completely different place in my life and I was wanting to get that six pack and that was a priority to me, then that would probably be something that I would look at. I'm a mum, I'm 43 years old, I have two children who are 11 and 13. My my main aim is not to get a six pack, my main aim is to be fit, healthy, so that, and also um, I'm a little bit competitive, so as long as I can still run faster than my children. <laughs> 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 that shows that you know my fitness levels are good, but I've got you know I've got a resting heart rate of forty seven, um, which I think is pretty good. So uh, I must be doing something well. And so my aim is just to sort of help uh, as many women as possible um, find their love for fitness again. Yeah, I think there's a great tidbit then there for our listeners too. Is you know if you're building a business, you have to think about like the short term gains versus long-term gains. And like the instance that you shared, like people are weighing, okay, I can pop a pill and feel better right now, but what is that doing to me over the long-term and how am I investing in myself in the long-term? Cause I know it's so corny to say, but it is so true based on my personal experiences, your health is your wealth. And so for anybody who's out there and facing, you know, a challenging competitive landscape, I encourage you to think about what Jen just said in terms of, yes, your, your customer, your client might see this short-term gain through an alternative, but how can you communicate the long-term value of your service or your product or your membership or your course or whatever it may be? Um, so I think that that's really helpful to remember in your communications and in your, in your marketing. So I think there's a value, a value point as well. So if you're prepared to pay for something, then you value it. Yep. Yes. You pay attention to what you pay for, right? You do. Um, and if you got everything for free, you probably would never use anything. The same in business. If you're looking to grow your business and everything you're getting is free, you'll, you, you will never take action on anything that you learn because you, or you, very few people will take action on, on it because they're not invested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a good question for you just about mixing your passion with business because I know sometimes for people when you're clearly passionate about fitness and, and that's amazing when you sometimes for people, when they make it their business, it becomes not as fun, not as, um, not as like lighting you up anymore. And I wonder if that's happened to you at all and how you stay passionate about fitness, even though it is your business as well. So that's a great question. That so basically, I went through a phase of getting to the point where I I started to resent teaching and um, teaching fitness and delivering fitness. And I think at the, with hindsight, looking back, I was burnt out. 
I was trying to do too much and not delegating enough. So once I started to, so once I started delegating the areas of the business that I didn't enjoy, that maybe I could do okay, but someone else could do better. Um, once I started releasing that and and going and, and spending more time on what my, do you say, creative genius or my area of of creativity was mm -hmm. that's when I got it back and I think what happens is when you set when you start and building the business you're doing everything yourself you're doing the account you're doing the copywriting you're doing the graphics you're doing yeah you bring up spending two hours so two hours trying to make a Canva post yeah so that's not what necessarily is what your area of expertise is but it's part of what needs to be done and what was happening is I was doing everything and I was starting to resent it but not actually realizing it wasn't the the fitness bit that I was, re I was re resenting everything that you need to do as a business. So I was realizing, well, actually what I need to do is I need to outsource and I need to delegate it to others. And once I did that, sort of um, spending more time on doing things I'm passionate about, for example, creating new themed workouts. Um, I'm working on a Beatles mania one at the moment. So that's sort of where my, uh, my passion is. So I'll be spending two hours dancing around the kitchen at the same time as, as sorting the kit, the plates out of the dishwasher, learning choreography, but that's sort of my happiness zone. And I think previously I wasn't in my happiness zone because I was trying to do all the things, the, work on all the areas that I wasn't as confident in or as, as I was good in. So if you're at that point where you are feeling um, a bit demotivated or resentful of it, it, it could be likely down to the fact that you're, you're feeling burnt out you're doing everything that you need to delegate and get rid of the tasks that you don't enjoy and do more of the things you do and the passion for it will come back. I love that. And that was a really good question, Danielle, but I love your answer, Jen. Um, that kind of leads us, that's a good segue into the final question that we like to ask our guests is, um, obviously the name of our podcast is A Better Way. And the reason that we named it that way is we find ourselves oftentimes frustrated or overwhelmed or overworked and thinking there's got to be a better way, especially when you see other people that you think are killing it or doing it a lot easier. Um, so we always like to ask our guests, if you were to share a better way Way with fellow moms, what would that better way be? It could be a lesson you've learned. It could be, um, you know, a habit that you have, but what is that better way you wish more moms knew about? Um, I'd probably say there's two things here that, and there's, there's more, but the two ones that stick into mind is first one is um, when you plan, and if you don't plan now, you need to make, you need to start planning because if you're serious about growing a business and you've got kids, you have to plan because otherwise you're never going to achieve what you want to achieve. So when you are planning, you make a date in your diary. So every every Sunday morning, um, I'm up, I'm planning my week ahead. I know what when I'm going to be working out. I know what meetings I have in for the week. I know what blocks I'm keeping free for me time. I've got all that factored in to the week ahead. So I know where I stand. And I also then at that point, I can make sure that I take time off. So if I go, well, actually between 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. is when I'm least productive. I'm not going to work it. And I'm going to make sure that from half past eight, quarter to nine, once the children have gone to school until um, 12 o'clock, I'll have a bit of lunch and then do a little bit of work after lunch and then a break. Um, that is my core time to get as much done as possible and become more productive. Um, so, yeah, planning in advance and making sure that that planning involves your has health 
has your health and, and fitness um, as part of it. And the second one is delegate as soon as you can. Um, don't be trying to take it on. I know we, we think, well, actually, once I get to this point, um, I'm going to take someone on. You'll never feel like you get to that point. And um, I started off initially, first off, it was with a VA. That's how I brought on a VA first. Um, and I did, I, I trialed a couple of VAs until I found the VA that um, I'm now working with, and she's incredible. Um, and then it went from there, and then brought out Courtney joined the team, and then we've got other other team members that, that, that joined. So it's one of those that that's the first hurdle, first step. Once you've done it and you realize actually how much more you can get done when you have someone supporting you, um, it makes a, a massive difference. So, yes, delegate as soon as you can. Um, and the great thing is now, and especially with um, you know the online world, you know myself and Courtney we work together. Where I'm in the UK, I'm near Liverpool. Courtney <laughs> um, Courtney's in the States, and we can work together. You know the time zone can, it does it, it does help because with times when we can get it done at night, and I wake up in the morning and there's work, there's something for me to look at. Same with, with the VA, um, with the VA. So delegating as soon as you can. Um, will ensure that you you stay passionate about your business and you also stay sane, which is so important. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Now, before we break, I want to make sure um, if listeners want to check out your offerings through the Dance Club at Home, where can they find you? Or if they want to connect with you, um, where should they reach out? Okay, so um, if you want to take a look at the website, it's www.thedanceclubathome.com. Um, we run live um, classes each week, and also on, we have an on-demand um, subscription. And basically, if you want to do a, a trial, then please get in touch um, with yourself. You'll be able to locate us on Facebook as well, The Dance Club at Home. Um, have I missed anything else out, Courtney? Um, I don't think so. On Instagram, do you want to just share your personal Instagram too, in case people are on that? It's Jennifer S. Emery Fitness Coach. And I'll put all of this information in the show notes for our listeners. They can access it there too. Um, yeah. So thank you so much for joining us today. I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure Danielle did too. Um, if any of you listeners have questions for Jen, feel free to reach out or questions for myself or Danielle, you know how to reach us and we will look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Thanks everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more information from today's chat, including how to reach us, head on over to the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the exciting episodes to come. And please, if you liked what you heard, be sure to leave a rating and review. It's how we can help other busy moms find their better way. Until next time, mom friends.